You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mate, we have a lot to talk about today. Hi, everybody. Great to have you with us here on Listen Up. Just had a phenomenal show. Really enjoyed doing the show on uh, YouTube Live with Sean Salisbury and Ryan in Sacktown. And we covered a lot of things. Uh, you know the routine on Mondays. I love to hear from you, the Monday morning armchair quarterbacks. And we had a great Saturday of college football. I mean, how about those games? How about that Alabama-Tennessee game to finish with Utah and USC? I mean, college football, Michigan rolling over Penn State. But, boy, the college football on Saturday, the headliner, was three against six or one against six with Alabama and Tennessee. Uh, That was a flat-out dandy. That was an absolute classic uh, football game. Then the NFL on yesterday, the 49ers. I mean, just look at the injuries. That, to me, told the whole story of the game yesterday. And now they got a real difficult spot because they're coming home uh, to take on uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. So, you know, that was a game they really needed to win. And no disrespect to Atlanta because they are really playing well this year, much better than people thought. But that's a that's a tough loss because now, as I said, you have to come back and take on the Chiefs. And how often do the Chiefs uh, lose two games in a row? So, you know, interesting there. Bills, 24-20. And, you know, Josh Allen, wow. That's about all I can say to him is, wow. He is uh, unbelievable. That, that Bills team, if, if Allen stays upright, this could be the year they end that jinx and finally get a Super Bowl. Can you imagine? what it would be like in Buffalo in February if they win a Super Bowl. Can you imagine how long the celebration would go for up there? You know, it wouldn't matter if it's 20 below zero and three feet of snow. That would have no bearing on it. Can you just imagine what that scene would be like up in Buffalo? That would be incredible. That would be amazing. So, you know, big win there. Uh, How about the New York teams? How about the Giants and the Jets? They're combined nine and three. Digest on that for a minute. The Jets. And the Giants are combined nine and three. And the Green Bay Packers look lost to me. They look like a lost franchise. All right, baseball, uh, Cleveland and New York are in a rain delay. They haven't even started that game yet. So that is the last thing those teams want uh, as they are waiting for that game to begin. And if you're a fan of the Dodgers, they did a rant on this this morning. How embarrassing. Seriously, 111 wins. And you don't even make it to the championship series? Boy, if you're a Dodgers fan, that's brutal. All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a special show this week. I'm going to have a special show right here on Listen App. Okay? So I'm going to come your way Wednesday right after the Kings game at 930. All right, I'm going to have a special show 
So you can call in. We'll have a post-game show on Wednesday at 9.30. So as soon as the game ends, figure 9.30, I'll come on. I want to let you know that we can talk about the game right here on Listen App. Now, I'm going to throw some ideas out at you for the King season. And I was thinking about having a couple of watch parties together, either on probably on No Filter Network, because on No Filter Network, it's just like this, but instead of audio, it's video. So you can actually join me on the internet, okay, right on the screen, and we can have a round table. So I could have, you know, 10 people on there with me, and we could be chatting about the game as it's going on. If that's something that you would like to do, let me know, and we'll pick out a game, and we'll try it out. And it's very easy to log on to nofilter.net, and then I'll send out a link on my social media platforms so that we can have a watch party when uh, the Kings are playing. And we'll do it like if they're on NBA TV for a game, because that way people, if they don't live in Northern California, if I've got some people that are listening in different parts of the country, then we can all still do it together. Now, there might be a little bit of a delay issue where we're not totally in sync, but it really won't matter. We'll still be talking about the same game. And it's not like we're announcing the game. We're discussing what's going on in the game. So if that's something that you would like to try, I'm all for it. I think the best platform for that will be on uh, No Filter Network, all right? And then uh, I'll also try doing a couple of post games on my YouTube Live channel where we can use the chat line. But on Wednesday, after the Kings game at 9.30 Pacific, I'll be doing a show right here on Listen App. Let me know how you think about, let me know what you think about that when you call in or hit me up on my social media platforms because if there's a demand, I'll do it more often. I'm not going to do it every game, but I'll do it, you know, periodically so that, you know, we can have some fun uh, talking about the games. And again, I'll switch it up. I'll do it on Listen App. I'll do it on my YouTube Live so that, you know, you can watch. I might even have a guest on the post-game show where we can do that. And then we can utilize the chat line. You can ask us questions or you can ask me questions or what have you. And so we'll do that. All right. We'll try, we'll try that on all the platforms. So for this, this week, Wednesday night, 9.30, right here on Listen App. And then I'll do a post-game on my YouTube live channel. And then we'll do a watch party as well on no filter network. All right, let's get some phone calls here. Let's get the show rolling. And why don't we start with Mr. New York Giant himself, Connor? What's up, Connor? How's it going, Grant? I'm doing great. I'm, I know, man. What's going on? Uh, are we are we living in a dream or this real life? Are the Giants really five and one, or like someone playing a trick on us? I don't know. I mean, it's incredible. I was just going to hop on quick for a minute, but it looks like the Yankees game is going to have to wait a little while. Yes, it is. It is definitely going to have to wait. Uh, it would be interesting to see how long the delay is going to be. So speaking of the Giants, you got your big play from Kayvon Thibodeau at the end of the game there. Yeah, I was waiting six weeks for it, so better late than never. But that was a big play, absolutely. I mean, it basically solidified the game. So, yeah, that was a big play. No doubt about that. No doubt about it. 
And I know you're a pretty big Lamar Jackson guy, but what was he thinking on that interception play by Julian Love throwing it across his body in the trap? Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. Uh, uh, absolutely horrible decision. There's just no other way to say it. That was an absolutely horrible decision by a veteran quarterback. I mean, that's that's like a rookie quarterback playing in his first start, you know, in his first start. That was terrible. Absolutely terrible. By the way, uh, the rain is supposed to last pretty much until about 1030, but not 100 percent in New York. So, you know, they might have to play part of this game. OK, uh, with showers. I, I don't know how long. I mean, they're going to wait until they're going to play the game, but just giving people an update. But but back to the Giants, I'll tell you what else I like. I think Evan Neal's getting better week to week at right tackle. I think his pass protection is getting better. I think he's learning on the fly, and I think that's a big plus for what's going on offensively in terms of Daniel Jones being able to take care of the football. Yeah, he's been a big bright spot this year, and Daniel Jones does it again. I mean, I yep. think he has a really nice connection with someone who doesn't get talked about very much. I really like Daniel Bellinger. I mean, he Me too. To make a lot of big plays. He is uh, almost like his safety valve. Good run blocker too, but he's getting involved in the passing game. It's a good good observation on your part. He's really made some very key plays in the early part of this season, no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I, as I've been watching these games the last couple of weeks, I mean, we're down by a lot of points in the second half, and it seems like every week we keep finding ways to win games, and it's just incredible. Yep. Well, it's coaching. The team believes in the coaching staff. The coaching staff puts them in a position to succeed. And uh, so far, so good. They're playing with a lot of confidence. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And then switching over to the Yankees for a little bit. How about Garrett Cole? I mean, he's done really as good of a job as you can expect from him. Yeah. I mean, he saved the Yankee season the other night in game four. I mean, that was uh, huge. I shouldn't say the other night. I should say last night. I mean, yes, absolutely. Two wins so far in this series. And But but if the Yankees, and you won't blame it on Garrett Cole if the Yankees lose tonight, but if they lose tonight, do you think both Boone and Cashman are gone? Uh, I don't really think so. I think everyone's going to be calling for that and want that. But it seems like they're so in. They like love Boone. They love Cashman. I think – no matter what, Boone will be there next year, which I'm obviously not a fan of. I don't think he will be. I'll make a prediction right now before it happens. If the Yankees lose tonight, Aaron Boone will not be the manager of the Yankees. As a matter of fact, I believe that Aaron Boone will be fired this week if the Yankees lose tonight. Yeah, I mean, just looking at this series alone, some of his decisions he's made, like they stuck with Kiner Falefa for way too long. I mean, they finally yes, put they Cabrera did. at shortstop. And then the whole thing with Clay Holmes and – Clark Schmidt, that was just terrible. Oh, it's embarrassing. I mean, the guy's able to pitch the next night and pitch as well as he did, but you can't use him, you know, 24 hours. And then, you know, Holmes was saying he was good to go. I mean, it was a joke, you know, it's a joke. I mean, you know, it, it just, it, it is what it is. So here you are, man, nine inning game at least to see who gets to play the Astros. I will say this, Connor, and again, I know I'm more of a pessimist than you are. You're a glass half full guy. I'm a glass half empty guy. I don't think there's any way in the world the Yankees can beat the Houston Astros if they win tonight. I don't see it. I don't like the way they match up. The Astros don't fear the Yankees. The Astros have better pitching. They have better hitting. They put the ball in play. I mean, they're just a better all-around team. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably agree with that. But 
I mean, look at the Mets are gone, the Dodgers are gone, the Braves are gone. Yep. Anything can yep. happen. Yep, you're right. We're going to find then, out, hopefully. One more point about Garrett Cole. I heard today that he said he's available to pitch today. I mean, that's just incredible. I saw that. That leadership after 110 pitches to come out the next day, crazy. You know what? That reminds me of Madison Bumgarner with the Giants when he did that, when he had that year where he was just like an Iron Man, and if they needed him to come out and throw to a one or two batters in a, a, a in a game to win a championship, they did that. So that, that's good to know. You know, and listen, here's the deal. There's no tomorrow, Connor. Uh, all hands on deck is what the motto is. All hands on deck. And if you're able to go out and get it done, then you go out and get it done. Yeah, let's hope we're talking tomorrow about a Yankees win and not whether yep. the team's going to be back next year. Connor, good hearing from you, bud. Appreciate it. Take care. All right. All right, if you want to get in on the show today, uh, hit your hand icon uh, and we will do it. So every day this week at 4 o'clock Pacific right here on Listen App, Wednesday at 9.30 following the Kings Blazers game, okay? Friday, Sean Salisbury on my YouTube live channel and on Wednesday at 3 o'clock Pacific on my YouTube live channel, Jerry Reynolds. So Jerry and I are going to preview the Kings on Wednesday and the NBA, and we'll take a lot of chat messages. So you'll be able to ask Jerry and I questions via the chat line on my YouTube live channel on Wednesday, if you don't like that, with Grant Napier. All right. So we got some work going on this week. Fun work. All right. But it's fun. All right. Got basketball starting up. Hockey's in full swing. Baseball playoffs. And again, uh, the Yankees and Cleveland are in a delay. I can't call Cleveland by their nickname. I, I, I won't do it. So the Yanks and Tribe are waiting for the rain to stop in New York. All right? There you have it. Cleveland and the Yankees. And if the Tribe offends you, too bad. All right? Tribe should not offend anybody. Call them the Tribe. You know, if you're caught up on the Indians, then that's I'm not going to get into a debate on that. Uh, I'm not going to try to change your mind. You may have grown up in a different environment than me, and that may be offensive. So I'll respect how you feel about that. But I'm not I, I can't I can't call the franchise by what they're called. That's just it's it's awful. So Cleveland and the Yanks waiting for the rain to stop. In New York, or at least. Where they can. Get on the field. All right. So again, Wednesday, not I'll keep on talking about this because we have a lot of people that join in on the app. Wednesday at 9.30 p.m., I will be on right here on Listen App, right after the Kings game. And I'll put all the links out like I normally do. I'll remind you during the day on Wednesday. I'll remind you on the show on Wednesday that 9.30, right after the Kings game, we'll have a post-game show right here on Listen App where we can discuss everything that transpired. So we'll have a special show for you coming up on Wednesday. And then, of course, Jerry Reynolds at 3 o'clock Wednesday afternoon on my YouTube live. All right. I want to hear from you. Uh, Niners, disappointing uh, effort. But when I say effort, I don't even think it was the effort. I just think there's just too many guys out of the lineup on defense. And then I thought a real big play, the first two drives of the second half, Garoppolo just – Guys need to catch the football. 
You know, you're down going into half. And, you know, you get the ball to start the third quarter. And so, you know, you got a lot of football left, right? And you can get right back in the game. And Garoppolo throws a perfect ball, all right? Throws a perfect ball. Should have been in the red zone to Ray Ray McLeod. Perfect pass on a bomb, and he drops it. Next series, big third down, drop ball. You can't do that. Can't do it. You know, you got a chance to regain the momentum in the second half. First drive of the second half, perfectly thrown long ball to McLeod, and he drops it. There's a huge play in the game. Huge play in the game. Just was. Plain and simple. Can't do it. All right, the Eagles, all right, what we saw from them last night, you know, they jump out to a 17-0 lead. Cooper Rush did not play well. Uh, the Cowboys defense was not able to go and stack up against the Eagles offense. You know, and again, they got a couple of short fields, so I can't blame that all on the defense. Cooper Rush was not good. Too many turnovers. Uh, and the Eagles were efficient last night. They're a good team. I mean, obviously, they're undefeated. But the Cowboys will get Dak Prescott back in all likelihood this week. We'll see if that gives them a little lift. You know, let's look at the schedule because after tonight, we're already in week seven of the National Football League. Can you believe that? Seriously. That's amazing, isn't it, already? That here we are, we're almost coming up on Halloween for crying out loud. But after this game last night that they lose, all right, you had Dallas. They thought they would be able to knock off the Eagles, but you can't. You're not going on the road and coming back from 17 points down. That, that doesn't happen very often. That's for sure. Not going to happen very often. So you got the Lions coming in to take on the Cowboys. The Cowboys should be able to get back on track in that game. Thursday Night Football this coming week uh, has New Orleans uh, at Arizona. All right, let's get to some phone calls. And why don't we say hello to Brian right here on Listen App. Hey, Brian. Hey, Grant. Hey, regarding the Niners, you already mentioned the injuries. And, of course, that's a factor, especially on the defensive end. And to what you alluded to already about the offense, that's just one game where the defense has been winning us games. You need the offense to win that game for us. And those sequences and everything you mentioned, just awful timing. We needed to get those points, keep those drives going. And, yes, the injuries are the factor, but it's the Atlanta Falcons. Our offense is potent enough. We got to somehow win that game, in my opinion. And as yep, a Niner fan, it just goes – yeah, yeah. So – just been a very interesting year. A lot of the, 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 the three losses, very disappointing in different ways. And right now, as a Niner fan, we're just lucky this division is average at best right now. And we're, you know, th three teams at three and three, and the Cardinals two and four. And brings me to my next point. Outside your New York Giants, one of the biggest surprise teams, in my opinion, has been the Seattle Seahawks at 500. Yes. I, yep. I'm, you know, Geno Smith, got to give the guy credit. Nobody saw this coming, at least, you know, a majority of analysts, what have you. And they're playing pretty well. I got to give them credit. I didn't see it coming. I got to tell you that. Uh, I, I did not see Geno's. I didn't think the uh, Seahawks would win three games all year. And here they are at three and three. And they've got 
the Chargers coming up next. All right. Then they go to New York to take on the Giants. That could be a very interesting game. Then you are at Arizona and you have Tampa Bay at home before a bye week. But right now, I mean, you know, the Niners are probably, if they don't get their defense back on the field Sunday, they will not beat the Chiefs. They may not beat the Chiefs anyway, but they will not beat the Chiefs. And so there'll be a game under 500. You could be looking next week where Seattle is in first place in the NFC West. Arizona to me is not, they're just not in the mix. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't take the Cardinals seriously. So I'm going to eliminate them. And I'm going to say the Rams, the 49ers and the Seahawks, they, they, they feel as good as they have a good a chance as anybody in that division, but I'm going to Arizona to me, they're, they're beyond disappointing. I look at Arizona and I just can't include them in that race, even though they're only a game back. Yeah, there's something wrong with that team. I would agree. And I don't follow that team close enough to know, but the coach has got to be on the hot seat there. I mean, they, since the hot start of last year, they've been on a complete nosedive since Terrible. then. And just a disaster. Absolute disaster. And what an interesting year in the NFC with the Bucks and the Packers, you know, uh, huge favorites this last weekend and just losing. It's, you know, outside the Eagles and, you know, as far as right now on paper and the way they played, of course, 6-0, and they look like the real contender yep. in the NFC. And... Uh, I, you alluded to as well. I think uh, Dak's going to give the Cowboys something with that defense. You can't count them out in that second tier, nope. as you were alluding to with Sean earlier today. So it's going to be an interesting NFC shape that shapes out uh, as as the, the the last two thirds of the season uh, begin rolling. And also, I can't, couldn't agree with you more on the your take on the Dodgers. You know, the, they're certainly the Braves of the uh, this era from the '90s and. Other than the World Series in the 60-game season, you know, that's just – you have to have a little bit of an asterisk. Like, that's just not quite the same as a full season. Fans and stands are just something different about that. I would agree. Absolutely. And one other thing on football, the Atlanta Falcons may win the NFC South. Now, I thought that the Bucks would take a step back this year, but I thought the Saints – I couldn't go with the Saints because of Jameis Winston, but I didn't think Atlanta – you know, Atlanta right now – is playing as well as anyone in that division. And that's another division where Tampa and Atlanta are tied for first at three and three. So, you know, it's interesting because when you look at the NFC East, you have six and oh, five and one and four and two, Philly, the Giants and the Cowboys. NFC North, the Vikings are the only team over 500 at five and one. Then in the NFC South, you have 500 teams with Tampa and Atlanta. Then yeah. you have three teams in the NFC West. I mean, you know, the NFC right now, it's Philadelphia and and I, I'm and Minnesota, you know, and and again, I'm I don't think the Giants could beat Philadelphia. And I know that I've been negative on the Giants this year, so maybe I'm wrong, but I'm sorry. I just I objectively speaking, I don't think they would be able to beat the Eagles if when they and we're gonna find out. They play them twice. Uh, and the yeah. Giants also play the Giants play at the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. So that will be an interesting game. But you know, Minnesota. You know, they're five and one. They got a nice two game lead on Green Bay. And I got to tell you, Brian, the Packers look lost to me. There's something going on in that team. That is, yeah. there is something not right with the Packers. Yeah, no, I follow uh, some betting stuff and what have you. That's three weeks in a row they have lost again uh, in, in covering the spread in three, in, in three games that they were favored heavily. There's something remotely or yeah. drastically wrong with that team. And no question. Yeah, with the six game, with the six game, uh, sample size now, I think that gives us enough time to kind of see where these teams kind of fall in, you know, generally speaking. Yeah. So, thanks, All right, Greg. buddy. Thank you, bud. Take care. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get back to, to uh, some more phone calls right here on Listen Up. And we welcome in Anita. Anita, how are you today? Doing just fine. How about yourself? I'm well. Thank you, Anita. Yeah, um, I'm just chiming in here because I didn't want to hide when my team really just blew it um, last night. That was tough to watch. And it was interesting because I said at the end of quarter one when it was um, fourth and four and the Eagles were within, I think, the 15-yard line. And, yes. and, and you know, they're going to try to draw you off sides. And so, and when that happened, I said, that will change the game. I said, so instead of holding them to a field goal, you let them get a touchdown. And yep. of course, then, you know, the, we know what happened the rest of the way. And, and I agree, it wasn't a hundred percent of the defense because you can't give, you know, that kind of, um, you, you can't know, give them that, that good field uh, position like that. And then think you're going to not against that offense. It's, not going to happen. But I but the question I had for you Grant, so look at you're just talking about the NFC. Uh so you know, and you were saying the teams that le- like they're going to win their division, but what is the wild card race going to look like? Because oh, that's boy. going to turn out to be something wow. It is going to be a wow. And you know, back to the Cowboys, I like their schedule their next 3 games. They have Detroit at home, Chicago at home, then they're at Green Bay, uh and then it's interesting because after Green Bay, they're at Minnesota. Okay, and then three days later or four days later, they have the Giants on Thanksgiving. So I like them. They should be able to win their next three games. They should beat the Lions. They should beat the Bears at home. They should be able to beat the Packers so they can get on a nice roll. But the wild card, you're right about that. It's really already shaping up in the NFC. Uh, It is going to be uh, pretty interesting, to say the least. I, I would say that I'm still, again, I know people going, gee, Grant, you're so negative on the Giants. I still think that they're they're five and one. Sean Sean Salisbury and I think if they can just win five of their next eleven games, they go five and six. They will be a wild card. Dallas is a playoff team, so to me, Dallas is going to be a wild card team. Uh, the question is, okay, will more than one team in the NFC West be a wild card, and will the Bucks refine themselves? Because right now, in need of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they do not look like a good football team at all. No, I agree. And, and I understand, you know, I'm, I'm probably more critical of, of my Cowboys than most people are. And just like you are of the Giants, because, you know, I stand back and I look at the whole picture and I look at, you know, uh, uh, barring any kind of major injuries. But it was funny watching the Eagles yesterday. They figured out something about how to deal with Micah Parsons. And yep. I felt after halftime, the defense adjusted. Um, offense did too, but I felt like the defense. So it's going to be interesting to see if other teams take a page out of the Eagles playbook 
of how to, you know, how to slow, you're not going to stop Micah, but they slowed him down. And yeah, they did. They were, they, they were effective. Yeah, they neutralized him. And I don't think they would be able to do that. And that, that really did uh, show me something. So, you know, I, I still, that NFC East now is one heck of a race. When you look mm -hmm. at Philadelphia, the Giants and the Cowboys, now all of a sudden, what looked like the NFC least, and most people thought that it would be between the Eagles and the Cowboys when the, when the season began. Now you do have the Giants that are five and one, and you can't ignore them right now. So this is going to be a really interesting rest of the season uh, in the NFC East. And the, the Eagles do, though. you got to give them credit. I hate giving any team in that division credit. You know how I feel about that. It's hard for me to compliment the Philadelphia Eagles, but they deserve it. They're hitting on both cylinders. No, absolutely. And that's, and that's the thing. And that's why I can appreciate your commentary and, and me, you know, sometimes Dallas Cowboy fans just drive me nuts uh, because we're so <laughs> narrow minded right. and I'm like, come on, but I'm a fan of football and I want to see good football. I want to see, I don't want to just run over teams. And so yeah. you know, I'm excited about, you know, this race and I hope, you know, the Eagles, you know, whether they get it or not, I could care less, but I hope Dallas and, and for your sake, the Giants make it in and, and let's have some fun this season because you know, it's been, um, Slim pickings for our oh, yeah. teams of late. So <laughs> you're right about that. Well, listen, Anita, it's so great hearing from you. Thank you very much. And oh, and I'm also interested in yep. that um, when you're going to do the uh, what did you say? Not listen at the the commentary. Uh, no the filter game. network. No the, filter uh, network. The watch Help party. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll be there to watch. Absolutely. Okay, so, that sounds great. Right. I'll I'll pick okay. I'll pick out a game in a couple of weeks and we'll do it. Thanks, Anita. All right. Thanks, Grant. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Always great hearing from Anita. So for those that have just joined on the app in the last couple of minutes, Wednesday, I'm going to be right here on Listen App, my regular show at four. And then I'll come on at 930 that night after the Kings game on Wednesday. And we'll have a post game show right here on Listen App. All right. And then what Anita was referring to, I'm going to do a watch party one night on No Filter Network where we can all watch the game together. And you can actually join me on screen. It's just like this, except for instead of audio, it's video. It's very easy to do. And you can we can have a roundtable, a video roundtable. We're going to have a lot of fun doing that. All right. Let's get to uh, Rich. Rich and the San Diego Padres. I don't even have to ask Rich how he's doing. I know how Rich is doing. <laughs> you got that right, man. I'll tell you what. What uh, I want to know, did you stay up for that game? No, I did not. I, I watched uh, a couple of uh, innings and that's it. Yeah, yeah, because I yeah I know it was a, it was it got about a almost an hour late start, you know, and I'm like, yeah, oh, damn, uh, I would have been really amazed if you. I haven't had, I mean, you know, I <laughs> stayed up, but I I tell you what, we just put it all together right in that that last, you know, the seventh they call it seventh heaven inning, man, seventh heaven, man, five runs in one inning, and yep. coming back being down three nothing was fabulous, and and what was really really impressive, I I mean, because I would you know. I, I didn't count the thing over until it was over, right? <laughs> and sure. And, but what was really interesting was um, uh, the hater man and lap he because he had the we had the number one, two, and three batter up for the Dodgers in the top and the in the top of the ninth. And I'm like, okay, okay, you know, the hater hater got stuck all three of them out, man. He he uh, he's turned into a hell of a closer right at the right time. No question. So, yes, I'm he excited. has. No question. That's awesome. You yeah. should be. No, you should be. Yeah. It's going to be fun and. Listen, you're four wins away from the World Series. I mean, that's pretty freaking remarkable. Yeah, yeah. So we slayed the dragon. <laughs> hey, yes, you did. And a lot of people are happy that aren't Dodgers fans. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yes, all, indeed. All my relatives up in Sacramento, you know, the Giants fans, this, that, they're, yep. all, they're all going for the Dodgers. I mean, for the for the Padres now, you know. All right. Yep. We're, we're with you, you know. So it's 
it's pretty awesome and uh, look forward to it. But I just wanted to check with you and, uh, you know, give you some feedback and to see if you were able to stay up for the whole thing. But I didn't think you would. That, you know. No. Nope. Well, <laughs> Rich, right. good hearing from you and uh, enjoy the uh, championship series against Philadelphia. It's going to be a lot of fun. Game one tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot, Grant. Have a great rest of your Take day. Take care. Yep. All right. You Thanks. do the same, Rich. Good hearing from you. All right. We move along. We get to uh, Ryan in Sacktown. Long time no speak. What's up, buddy? Yeah, it's been a minute. How are you? You wearing your glasses? Uh, no, I actually took them off for radio. I don't need them on radio. You know what okay. I mean? It, yeah. I, I only need it for my suave look on TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you. Hey, go, I've never seen Grant Napier in glasses until today. Well, so. I put them on just to look like you. You know what I mean? You're, <laughs> yeah, I just I didn't want you to feel lonely on the air. You know. <laughs> Appreciate it. Go check out the YouTube live show to see it. Um, hey, uh, cool you're doing a watch party. Cool you're coming on Wednesday after the Kings game at 930. Um, this has been a really great show. I came on a little bit late, but hearing from Anita, absolutely love Anita. Rich made it through She's a call. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Rich makes it through a call. Really good reception. Progress. 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 And we just need one more person to call. Like now I'm thinking Jerry might be able to get a date. Since we heard from wow. Anita and Rich getting through a call, Jerry, you know, what's well, going we, on? We do need Jerry. I know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Jerry. I really don't. I just. I maybe Jerry is so uh, down on himself with his dating uh, situation that he 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 can't even listen to us anymore. But yes, it's been very disappointing. Or he met Miss Wright and he's busy doing other yeah. things, going out to dinner and hanging out instead of listening to us and listening to you. Yeah, but he can't. He, he, he's going out to dinner at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. No, come on now. I don't know how old Jerry is. I mean, come on. So, uh, no, hey, it was funny when you were talking about Sean Salisbury and or when you were talking with him, him going to or possibly wanting to go to Tennessee for the Bama game. Do you think Sean yes. would have uh, taken the uprights? Sean probably would not have gone on the field uh, unless he was already on the field because <laughs> he knew somebody that got him down on the field. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. no, Sean, Sean would not have taken the uprights. No, absolutely no way. No, no, okay. no. He would not right. have. Too, he's too old for that, man. You, know, <laughs> you, you can't, can't be getting hurt doing that stuff. You know, that's what, that's what drives me crazy, Grant. If I was a football player at a major college like in the SEC, the, the field storming, I get it to tradition if you get a big win, but it's not really that safe for the players. No, it is not safe. It's not safe for the people on the field either. Uh, you saw what happened when, you know, at these concert venues, when there's an emergency or whatever and, or a sporting event, you saw what happened at a soccer game a couple of uh, weeks ago where a lot of people got trampled to death. Mm -hmm. That's a really, you know, that, that's that's a not a great situation. I mean, it looks great and it's fun and dandy, but I don't know if you saw the video of the people coming over the wall. There was one video I saw where two girls actually fell and they were fortunately okay. But the point is, if other people had been behind them and not seen them below and started right. all coming over, those girls could have been seriously, seriously hurt and or could have been killed. So, you know, it's not as great as it looks. Fortunately, uh, from what I understand, there were no injuries from what happened after the game. And I would also say this, in some of the other videos, it did look like the fans that were on the field were very orderly. It didn't look, you know, they weren't running around full speed and stuff. They were more walking and celebrating. So at least that part of it was good. 
Well, you and you're right about the girls. I did see that video. You know, you you have the first group that just they're jumping over the wall before somebody's yep. helping them come down. They're sprinting yes. onto the field, and then you have the second group that's doing it the right way. But you know, yep. if I'm I'm not an attorney, you're not an attorney. But how much liability could that be for the university if something was to happen like that? Because they're you, allowing it. Well, no, they're not allowed. What are they what are they going to do to prevent that? Explain to me what they're going to do. So how uh, would you prevent that? You go to jail if you go on the field, just like any other professional sport, even though. Well, I guess you could call fo- college football a professional sport now. That they're so you're gonna arrest, you, are you, so you're going to arrest 50,000 people that are on the field? No, but that's how you start stopping it. That's what I'm saying. No, they're not okay. gonna. They're not gonna arrest fifty thousand that are already on there, especially if you're helping them come onto the field. But I mean, it's not gonna be a change that happens overnight. And again, I get it's part of the allure of the game. I mean, that was. I don't know if you, you probably saw it when that field goal went through. They went to this long shot on TV, yep. and they just had yep. fireworks going off. It was yep. so beautiful. It was one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen. It was uh, amazing. But then after that, I'm just like, I just, it came to me. It was an epiphany. It's like, why? Just why? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. You're right. Uh, Fortunately, we're not having a conversation about, gee, the tragedy that happened on the field after the game. Fortunately, that's not the conversation this week. So that's good news. Absolutely. So, hey, we touched on it real quick about the Brady stuff. Um, You know, it's so funny with the NFL and you talked about the Packers as well. You know, both of those teams, obviously the uh, Bucks are playing a little bit better, but they're star quarterbacks, the two marquee names in the NFL. They're playing not so great and they're doing weird stuff. And yes, like, they are. I, it's I don't think the Pack turn it around at this point. All right. Here's Todd Bowles comment about Tom Brady leaving the team to go to the wedding Friday in New York quote he works as hard as anybody all right uh special treatment there have been a few guys that have missed meetings and some practices for some special thing that just doesn't get publicized because they're not him it's just kind of comes with the territory you don't worry about it too much all right Brady met the team at the hotel in Pittsburgh he was at the usual pregame meetings he did not take a weekly off day uh, the past two weeks, remember they were saying he didn't have to practice on Wednesday, I believe it was. So Bowles said he didn't believe that giving him time off, all right, was special treatment. Asked if Brady is as locked in as he's been in the past. Bowles said yes. Obviously, he's going to say yes. What's he going to say to that yeah, question? Yeah, exactly. You know? But, you know, again, uh, it's not the best It's not the best situation in the world. It just isn't. No, and it, there's a difference between giving a guy a day off and giving a guy a day off to go to a wedding of the owner of the team that he played for his entire career up until <laughs> I know, I, that, I, that's a, it, I know. You know, like, I know. Grant, you, I know. You, you probably know this as well. I mean, they, they game plan for situations. If a player has, like, a family wedding they need to go to, they have protocols in place. Obviously, there's no protocols if there's – a family emergency or somebody passes away and you need to go to a funeral, but that that's just over the top. And that sends a very bad message to the rest of the team. So if um, let's say cornerback three comes to the coach and says, Hey, I want to go to this. A concert. Not happening. It's not right. happening, you know? So it is special treatment any way you want to cut it. And yep. it's just a bad look. So, all right, let me ask you this, though. If the Buccaneers had won 
against Pittsburgh, this would be a non-story, correct? No, absolutely not. Because it, 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 it still would have been a story because of the connection with Tom in New England, even if they won. And it's going to be a story in that locker room. You don't think there's other players that have been told, no, you can't go do this. And, you know, like, what is this? This isn't like a regular work shift where it's, oh, I'm going to work an extra day and then I'll take that day off. No. My my experience in pro locker rooms is that winning cures all. And I believe had they won yesterday against Pittsburgh, okay, my – my view is nobody would even be talking about this. It would be a non-story if the Bucks had beat the Steelers yesterday. I, I really believe that. But, you know, again, we can agree to disagree, but I don't think sure. people would be talking about it. So I think, Grant, it would be a non-story if you didn't have that weird period in training camp where he took off and they said it was something that was planned that obviously wasn't planned. And it, it, it it's just it's really that's not a good look. And they tried to – they should have just come out and said he's going through personal issues. Um, he's going to take some time away from the team instead of releasing a statement saying we want to get the younger guys reps. They can get the younger yeah. guys reps with Tom there in the building. So had that not happened, then, yeah, I think it probably would be a no story. But when you parlay the two of those together, it it, it is a story, regardless of whether you won the game or lost the game. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the feedback, and uh, you enjoy the rest of your evening. You too, bud. Talk to you soon. All right. Good stuff right there. Hey, uh, something else I wanted to talk about today, and by the way, for those of you that uh, have just joined us, uh, coming up on Wednesday, 4 o'clock, yes, I'll have this show, but I'll have a special show at 9.30 Wednesday night to talk about the Kings' first game uh, against the Portland Trailblazers. So a special show here on Listen App at 9.30 Wednesday evening, Pacific time. All right, let's get to Al. Al, welcome to the show. Good to hear from you, Al. How you been? Oh, I've been kind of out of missing in action the last couple of weeks. So I apologize to everybody. I've just got had some stuff to do, personal issues going on, flaking out on the fantasy roundtable and thing. I really apologize for all that. I Don't just, worry about it. We're, we hope that everything's going okay, but it's always good to hear your voice. Yeah. I just want to say congratulations to your Giants. I mean, you know, I know it's five and one. Al, did I lose you, buddy? Are you there, Dan? Grant? I'm sorry. I'm, can you hear yep. me? Okay. I'm sorry, yeah, I had no, a call they, coming so in. So yeah, so yeah, they're uh, no problem. They, so they, they're five they, and one. Yeah, yeah they, they, show, yep. they show me. They're showing. It's not a what do you saw like a, a dominant five and one. Well, here's my take on the league. I, I, me and you've been watching the NFL for like six decades, and I'm telling you, parity is the NFL pushes for every team having a chance. You know, every year you get you know, five, six new teams. This year's off the hook. I mean, just when, you know, except maybe the Bills, to me, are the hands down playing the best football. But you got the Eagles playing real well. But, you know, to Giants maybe not being, you know, there, there there's not many teams that I'm really personally over saying, oh, they're, they're, that's the team to beat. You know, it's just you, this year, if anything, parity's just, I mean, the Packers look lost. I mean, yep. I like your take on the Falcons. I mean, I think they could easily because the Bucks look. Brady looks distracted. The the, the yep. Bucks. Look, I I think the Falcons could definitely win that win that division. The Vikings are are playing well. Now they're not dominating teams. You know, the Giants are playing very well. They're a young team with confidence. They got a, great, a good coach who's 
they're buying into their coach and our system. Yep. So I, I personally, I don't think there's any the only team coming out of the West is the division winner. I mean, it's just, you know, every week you, you try to like, you, you, it's just some team goes and falls on their face. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to call and say, I just had some things going on. I'm listening to the shows, you know, on the, on your platform and stuff after yep. the fact. Um, Thank I you. I want to ask you a question before I, I let you go. If the game's called off tonight for the Yankees, and good luck. It, it won't Yankees. be. It won't be. They're they're not going to call it off. They're going to they'll they'll start the game at midnight if they have to. Really? Yep. Yep. I was going to ask you which team do you think would have the would it would be more of an advantage if the team the game did get called? Which does either team have an advantage? For oh, the it would game? be an advantage to the Yankees for sure, in my opinion. But yeah. I I don't think there's any way in the world that they're going to call this game off. The only way they're going to call this game off is if the field is unsafe to play on. And I don't know what the accumulation of rain is going to be, but the, yeah. the drainage at Yankee Stadium is actually very, very good. Um, but if the field was deemed unsafe to play on, that's the only way they're not going to play. If the field is not determined to be unsafe, they'll, they'll start the game at 2 in the morning if they have to. I hear you. And congratulations to Rich's uh, Padres, man. I'm a Rams fan, but I don't pull for any other L.A. teams. I mean, I hate the Dodgers. So congratulations yeah. to the Padres. I love the small market teams who can who, who make it work. You know, I love that. So congrats to the Padres. Although I will say my brother's more baseball than me. He says Philly's got a couple guys in their, in their starting rotation that are just – you know, they're going to yeah. be a tough team to beat. My brother. Yes, it is. going to be a very good series. Yeah. going to be a good series. You take care. Good luck to your team. I'll say good luck. I, I, only for you, Grant. Only for you. Thank I'll you, say Al. Good luck to you. <laughs> I appreciate it, buddy. Thank right, you, Al. Take, take care. care. You know, again, it's, if this, this, the rain is supposed to stop, you know, at 11 o'clock. And the fact that game one is Wednesday and the flight from – New York to Houston is basically 3.15, ballpark three hours and 15 minutes. I mean, they have to get this game in tonight unless the field is unsafe. Speaking of the game tonight, you know, Mike Francesa, who he and Chris Russo, Mike and the Mad Dog, uh, own New York Sports Radio for a long time. And Mike is like the uh, sports pope, they call him there in New York talking about Bob Costas, said he's driving everybody crazy. He must have said a thousand times the Yankees home runs. We know the Yankees have doubled their home runs this year. We know the Guardians hit 127 homers and the Yankees 254. We know that. Everybody knows it. Make the point once, not 4,000 times. Just got to get through more. one more game of Bob talking so much. I feel bad for Ron Darling. Ron's going to hear Bob in a sleep. We all know that Bob Costas is a very talented announcer, a talented sportscaster. I've known him my whole adult life. But he has absolutely just talked on and on and on and just uh, drowned or just droned on and on this entire series about absolutely nothing for the most part. I mean, just please give the game tomorrow night a chance to breathe. Please. It's a game five. It's a dramatic series, a dramatic fifth and deciding game. I agree with Mike. I think Bob Costas needs to shut the hell up a little bit and let the game breathe a little bit. All right. And then he ended up in saying, let it breathe, Bob, please. You've squeezed this thing for all its life. It's almost like Bob has been locked away somewhere, dying to talk, 
And now you can't shut him up because he just has not stopped talking for a second in the Yankees series. Not even a little has he stopped talking about everything, no matter what it is. He just never stops. Please let the dramatic game five breathe a little bit. Amen on that, Mike, the sports pope of New York. Can't disagree with him right there. Can't disagree with him. I think he's spot on. Please let the game breathe a little bit. All right. So, again, the game, game five being delayed and the happiest team about this are the Houston Astros. They're just, they're hoping this game ends at five in the morning. So <laughs> the Astros are just saying, yep, we love it. Rain all night, please. Rain all night. All right. So tomorrow, three o'clock Pacific, Wednesday, three o'clock, or excuse me, four o'clock Pacific. I'm now confusing myself. Let me just repeat myself. Every day this week, four o'clock Pacific here on Listen App, Wednesday, my YouTube channel with Jerry Reynolds at 3 o'clock, and then Friday, Sean Salisbury at 3, and then Wednesday night right here on Listen App, I'll have a special show at 9.30 following the Kings and the Blazers. So you'll be sick of Grant Napier at the end of this week, I would believe, if you're not already sick of me, which, you know, I can understand that. I'm sick of myself sometimes, so don't worry about it. But uh, every day, Listen App, 4 o'clock, but Wednesday, a special Kings postgame show at 9.30. I figured we'd have a nice round table and we can all have a lot of fun on Wednesday at 9.30. All right, make it a good one, folks. Thank you so much. Enjoy the baseball game tonight, the football game. We got Thursday night football or whatever else is on your menu. Enjoy it. I'll talk to you tomorrow, 4 o'clock, right here on Listen Up. So long, everybody.